Jen, you know I have chickens. Did I tell you I used to run a dating service for chickens, but I was struggling to make hens meet? You pick her! <laughs> <laughs> Clock off. So much energy! Put in your booby rocks. Live your best life. Keep doing you. You know what that always reminds me of when I cut you off in the beginning too and tell a stupid one-liner joke? You can't do that on television. Oh, Or like so laughing. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where they yeah. either like, and you can't do that on television. They did that like a lot. Yeah. And then on laughing, they'd pop out the door and be like, hey, I asked my wife if yeah. I was the only one she ever slept with. And she said, yeah, the others were seven and eight. <laughs> like they always say something stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, welcome to this episode of So Much Genergy. Jeff Jones is back. Jeff Thank Chicken you, Jen. Lo- Guru Doodoo. Guru Doodoo is with me this week. I'm your host, Jenny McKinney, and this is So Much Genergy. Episode 140. Oh, that many already. 140. Isn't that nice. crazy? Nice. That's a good even number. Yeah, 140. It's a good weight. It's probably what you weigh. Uh, 147, but <laughs> it is 147. That's 150 funny. if I have my work boots, wallet, belt. I'm like just showing up at the doctor's office, but if yeah. they make me strip down and get an actual weight, 147. Right. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I went to the the doctor. Well, I've, I haven't had to go to urgent care here for myself at all, and I got a spider bite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were texting about that. I got... Well, so I was picking up brush and leaves, and it, and like it felt like pine needles stuck me. And then I looked down, and it's two exact holes in my skin. Like it looked like a snake bite or a, I, something bit me. Right? I got when you sent the picture, Jen. I be honest with you. My response is still my, and it was my first. I it looks yeah. like crabs. Crabs. You're so stupid, <laughs> Jen. You know crabs can jump three three to six feet. You know that. No, I didn't know that, but I don't know what. A crab bite know. looks like either, so I... I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if, I, if that's true. I heard oh. that when I was, like, in my teens, and so I just, oh, yeah, when I go to the strip club, I just wear goggles. I keep goggles on her. Now a full face mask, like a whole weld mask. Like, pink, pink. I just hear crabs bouncing off. Ew! Gross. That's so gross. That's so gross. Well, oh, I told well. you about that girl at cosmetology school when I was in school, right? Her brother went to the strip club, and he took his glasses off, and the stripper took them, and she put them in her underwear, and then gave him back to him and he just put him on. And then the next day he woke up, he had ocular herpes. What the hell? Yes. Ew. I'm not joking. So sanitize. Dang. Sanitize. Don't yeah. let nasty girls Recognize. touch your stuff. That's no joke. Yeah. Traumatized. Yeah. I'm traumatized, traumatized and I don't even wear glasses or go to the strip club. So be careful out there. Yeah. yeah. So the... Know who uh, stripper is. Yeah. So I go to urgent care. Oh yeah, the bug bite. Go on. Oh shoot. What was like what were you talking about before that? Crabs? No, before that. I don't know. What? Oh, going to, oh, so when I got there, the whole point of telling you not only about the spider bite, right? Is that when I went to urgent care, they were like, Can you get on the scale? And I took like 
10 booby rocks out of the What's <laughs> <laughs> they looking at you like, what the heck? I was like, oh, hang on, I got rocks in my bra. And put like 10 rocks out on there. I'm like, look, I need all the help I can get with this number. And she's like, well, usually the people that come in here have those in their pockets, sweetie. I was like, oh, you know what? Actually, I do have pockets today, but I'm so used to putting them in here. I don't put them in my pocket anymore. They can't be booby rocks in my pocket. Nope. Well, they can, if well, that's what you call them, but whatever. Yeah. So yeah. you got anything fun this week, Jeffy? Jen, my son today, just, he took his road test and yeah. we went to the Secretary of State and he finally got his driving license. All right. He is psyched. And he had his second interview at my work. He applied there for a warehouse worker. Okay. Just for a summer job. Yeah. And he was talking to the owner of the company and then they called in my boss and he expressed interest in wanting to weld. So they made him my apprentice. Sweet. Now my oldest is my apprentice at work and he's making a lot more money than he would have been making just as a warehouse worker. Yeah. But it was all because he expressed interest in wanting to weld and he'd taken a few auto classes at school. Right. And he's done some welding in there, but he even asked me like, hey, if I get a job there and I work in the warehouse, can you show me how to weld better? Yeah. And I go, yeah, you and I can go in early, stay late, weld through. Right, but now he's going to get paid for. Yeah. Now he's actually my assistant and it's his job to like for me to teach him how to weld. Yeah. So he's psyched about that and he got his driver's license, added him to the insurance today. Sticker shock on that price, you know, a little sticker shock on adding a new driver to my policy. Yeah. But he was psyched. And then uh, I was standing on the porch when I, again, like just like classic commercial because he thinks it's hilarious. I toss him the keys. Anytime he drives, I got to toss him the keys. Yeah. He likes to (laughs) grab them in the air. It is. And then he'll grab them in the air and he'll pause for like five seconds, just long enough that when you're still walking, you're like, get it together. Yeah. So we like, do that and he's, he's like, he's got the keys. Yeah. He's like, pops, can I have the keys? I go, Hey, I go, you still have them. We just got back. He's like, Oh, here, take. And then he walked back out to the car and he's like, pops, can you throw me the keys? Oh. And I threw them to him and he missed them and they hit my car. Yeah. He didn't, Come on, guy. <laughs> I don't even get it. But the funny thing is he got in the car and he started up and he left the driveway and we got pine trees in our front yard and I could see him clear the pine trees. And I was like, ah, thinking good for him. He got, just as he got up into town, I could hear him yelling out the window, woo, woo, just yelling. I could just hear him. It was funny. It was funny. Good for him though. But yeah, he's had a banner, banner summer so far between getting a decent job and nice. now he has his license. So he's like to save money for that. Yeah. So actually that was supposed to be my pep and step. I just, okay. Yep. It's just said very it. excited about it. Yeah, I started right at the top of my list. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Still, if people miss Pep in the Step later, just say, hey, refer back to four minutes in this but podcast. Or just that and again, you know, I don't. I have a little bit more for Pep in the Step. Don't don't let that ruin it for yeah. you. Yeah. But besides that, I, they come out with new Marvel races, okay? New Marvel Oh, God Olympics. bless. Okay. Jen, I have been watching these for the past four days. <laughs> and I physically sit there in my car watching on my phone or I'll be sitting in bed watching my Marvel Olympics and I am cheering for teams and I get a I get anxiety yeah I get happy uh I feel angst towards other Marvels like in their teams there's teams (laughs) I don't like and it's weird because the teams I don't like I should like especially because of their name and the colors of them I should just be drawn to them right but I don't like that they always beat my teams it's, oh. it's like i <laughs> so feel like now like if i'm like them. oh i'm gonna cheer for them now i feel like i'm just a bandwagon i'm sticking with my teams and the, yeah. how the marble olympics works is there's probably 20 to 25 teams of marbles okay? okay they have a qualifier only 16 make it 
So yeah. you might have a favorite Marvel team, but it doesn't mean that they're going to be in the Olympics or any of the Marvel rallies or any of that. The Marvel Olympics is just one event. They okay. have Marvel rally. They got all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But so I find that I have four teams of marbles that I root for. Okay. And uh, so that way, no matter what, there's usually one, two, three or more in in, a, in the event that we're watching. Yeah. Because when you watch them all together, it's probably about two hours probably takes to get through Marble Olympics. But I break it up and do probably four days of like 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I, Increments. Oh, yeah, when I get time. But mm -hmm. my gosh, it is. I I feel like a sports fan when I'm watching that. I yeah. see like it reminds me of watching the Chicago Bulls with dad back in the yeah, 90s. Right, right. Or watching like the bad boys, the Pistons in the 80s yeah. and 90s. Like that was dad was real big into bat. He still is into basketball, football, yeah. all that. But the only time I really ever got into sports was when I was in my early teens and would watch it with dad. Yeah. He'd go over his friend's house from work and because they, they had money bet on it to other people at work. Right, right. So it yeah. was like serious business to them. But yeah. to me, it was just like, yeah, go Jordan. You know what I mean? And I feel I get that same like feeling inside me when I'm watching marble racing, which is ridiculous because I laugh. It's just so stupid. They, there's, there's streakers, like occasionally like a marble will randomly roll across the the play field and there'll be a streaker and then there's like blue security marbles chasing after it yeah and then like the commentator guy will be like oh i don't know how that streaker got on the field and then the event carries on and then all of a sudden after that event you'll see like the streaker like they're like oh there he is again to get he's getting escorted out of the <laughs> the complex or there'll be an injury like a marble like in a race will just randomly like, hit a bump and get chucked off the track yeah well, then they like it doesn't end there, Jen. No, that marble is like it's over in the EMS and the paramedics marbles, Whoa. which are little red and white marbles, come out and pick it up and they put him in an ambulance and he goes away. And then they show him in the infirmary or whatever. And like yeah. he'll have a little crutch prop next to him or a little sling around it. Oh yeah. my God. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't end with like a marble falling off the track. Like there's always an injury and they bring up injuries like years later. Like, oh, this takes us back to the time sewing, you know, Mocha from the Chocolatiers. <laughs> injured his you know and they show a clip it's like always oh, like a black and white looking clip of it right. you know and it's just like it's just the 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 creativity and the writing that goes into just racing marbles and yeah. gravity is ridiculous and how they take olympic events this still blows my mind i've talked about this before yeah how they take olympic events and they can transcribe it over into a form that marbles can do right is hilarious 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 ah marble racing love it Good times. But yeah, besides that, the only other thing I was going to bring up this week is you ever get committed to crappy TV? Like you ever watch something on a TV and you would never watch it if you were sitting at home, but because you're at the doctor's office yeah. or you're at the bar or restaurant. Right. And it's on that. I just noticed this weekend. That's that's I was sitting in the restaurant. Wife, kids and I were sitting there and they're on their phones. I'm sitting there. Of course, I watch the TV. Hope it has like subtitles on so I could see. And it's some crappy judge show. It was like judge jerk. I don't even know yeah. the guy's name. Joe Brown? No, it's oh. not Judge Joe Brown, but it was like some, it was a white dude. He looked like maybe at some point he was a retired football player or something. Oh. I don't know what he's. Oh, okay. I don't know. He looks like an old high school jock, but he's like 60 now and they're calling him a judge. Okay. I don't know. It was ridiculous, but it's something I would never watch. But I was actually engrossed in what was going on because I was sitting at a restaurant. Yeah. The part you know, that cracks me up is like when you're trying to watch, but you can't hear it and they don't have the subtitles on and yeah. you're like, this. I don't know what's happening, but then I just we start making up our own own commentary when that yeah. happens. The worst is at the doctor's office because they just show like pretty much the long two and a half, three minute commercials you're forced to watch at home. Yeah. Like about like, oh, a Tenza 
And they show a kid running through a field and some butterflies. And then you're like, what is this even curing? And you're like, yeast infection? Why'd they show a kid flying a kite? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is to fight right. off. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. But when you're in the doctor's office and that's all they show and there's no sound, I spend the whole time trying to guess what is that fighting? What's right. that? What am I, what am I, what am I taking for? that for? Yeah. What am I taking that for? Yeah. And then if they, sometimes the commercial come and go and you don't even know. Yeah. You don't even know. I'll see a list of all the side effects, but nothing as far as like, Oh, okay. That kills asbestos that's inside me or whatever. Yeah. Nope. Like, I don't know. Nope. Nope. Crappy TV in the doctor's office or yeah. restaurants. That's usually when I just turn to club Kino. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Do you have, have you ever been to a Menchie's ice cream? No. So we have an ice cream shop here. You get a bowl and then you basically just build your own sundae in the bowl and then you're charged per pound or per it's weight based. Yeah, I've been yeah, I've been to a joint like that where you do get charged by the pound. Yeah. I've loaded up with gummy bears and then at the end was like, I didn't know that's how we were paying for this. You're like $18 <laughs> for two ice creams, like could have got a five gallon. What the hell? So we we went and got ice cream. We took we went Jeep another day, just drove out to Virginia, had some good lunch, came long way back, got some ice cream. Sitting at the ice cream shop. You know how like you're trying not to like overhear people's conversation, but at the same time. They're so loud, you can't even just stop, right? Right. So there's a group of eight people, and of those, three are adults. And the one lady is telling the other two that she wants her kids involved in a church that talks about hell because she wants her kids to know there's a hell, and that's where they're going if they don't believe. And so, like, <laughs> we're trying not to, like— Laugh? Well— then I'm like messaging Shannon and G Dove, and he's like, nothing like brimstone. And <laughs> were they there with you? No, no, I was oh. messaging him, but I was like, he said, nothing like brimstone when you're trying to eat your ice cream. Yeah, and we I were at like, Cold Stone. Yeah, it was like, God bless. This is, I was like, Jeez. I'm scared for these kids, and you know, so yeah, no, that was I just know an interesting conversation. And then uh, we finished the Righteous Gemstones. Oh. Did you watch it? So good. Isn't that good? Yeah. It, like, I love the storyline anyway. The storyline's so good, but the characters are so funny. Judy is like. And just, she's God. probably my favorite. One of my favorite characters in a TV show ever is yeah. her character in that. When she's like just a mess. I mean, like, <laughs> God, when she. It's just it's a the, mess. It's the stuff she says, like off camera or like when the main action's right here and she's always like okay well i guess i'll just stand over here and she you can yeah. see her saying something and talking yeah. and you're just like i'd have to back it up and it's just her and you know she's just you probably as an actress improvising yeah or, you know what i mean it seems right. like a lot of that is oh my gosh but, oh, but so good much. like Good i show. really like john goodman in that too i love john goodman in, in pretty so much yeah. Most movies. The Big Lebowski, phenomenal. Dan <laughs> Connor, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He was all Coyote Ugly. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, so good. The main actress, the dad. Good movie. Good. Uh, good news for you. Didn't know if you knew or not. I'm bringing it to you. There's a new season of Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. You know, Jen, I know, heard about it or heard it was coming out. And then my youngest mentioned it to me. Yeah. Because he's asked me before, like, Dad, you watch Peaky Blinders, right? I go, yeah great show and he's like okay he's like friend. he's like cameron and i are gonna start watching it over like together over there were they on discord i think oh I don't and know. so yeah. they're on like headsets like oh zoom. yeah they're on like zoom but they're both watching it oh, at okay. their houses at sure. the same time and they start it and they pause it at the same time okay. if one of them has to get up yeah yeah so he started watching that so now it's he asked me questions and i hear about peaky blinders from like season one season two 
You know what I mean? I love that show so much. I told him, I said, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and watch season five. I'm, I'll go back and watch a whole season of a show before I get into a new season. Yeah. And I, Peaky Blinders, I finished for the second or third time a few months ago. I talked about it on here. Yeah. Remember I said they were coming out with another one more right. season and then a movie. After. Yeah. And the problem, and I was curious to see on this season how uh, I think one or two of the actors, main actors, died of COVID mm. between seasons five and six. So oh, I'm curious shoot. to see are they going to, how they wrap up those storylines and those characters, or are they just going to all of a sudden, is it like 10 years later? Oh, yeah, yeah. Letter Kenny had a spinoff called Shorzy. Yeah. It's so funny. Is it? It I is don't... so funny. I, mean, I didn't like, think it would be. I did not. My expectation, zero. And I laugh almost from the beginning to the end of each show. I'm going to have to check that. Out. Yeah. There's a guy at yeah. work who talks about it. And I haven't seen that. I haven't seen this guy in like two or three weeks. It's very he, hockey. Like the whole thing is all about hockey, right? Yeah. And it's it's funny. It's really funny. Nice. I am yeah. going to have to watch it before I see that guy at work. Again yeah. Because that's all that. That guy will seek me out and talk to me about Letterkenny because I'm the only person that watches Letterkenny. Right. And he was beyond, he's the one who told me about Shorzy. He's amped about it. He had, yeah. he has high expectations for it. Oh no, just, I did not. And I don't either. I, cause it's a spinoff show and yeah. it's based around one character from a show where there's probably 20 good characters. Wait till you see Glenn in this one. Oh my God. I didn't even know it was Glenn. Oh no. Josh was like, that's the didgery guy. Does and he, I was does like, he play Glenn up. or is no. he playing a total different character? Totally different. Oh, that's Play good. some French guy nice yeah do super funny <laughs> no no oh like the french do no but sure as he chews so he always has a spitter oh, yeah yeah nice so just real quick a few few last things so went to drum circle a few weeks ago take my little baby bitch drum right i got a new drum very excited about it it's a real one oh that is real that's like, like that's like two or three feet like you could sit out a chair in front of that yeah Look at you. Yep. Look, it's Pretty got cool. design, everything. I know. It's really cool. It's a real drum. And so last week I didn't go because I just didn't get over there. I go when I can, you know? And so hey, <laughs> last week- Go to week, the beat of your own drum. That's what I'm saying. I do that. <laughs> and last week, the girl who, I, I don't want to say she coordinates it, but she posts in the Facebook drum circle group. She took a picture of the empty space and was like, I'm very disappointed. And I was like, how am I going to get shamed into coming to drum circle? So today she put another picture of the empty space out there because we just play outside, right? And she's put a, she put the empty picture out there and said, I hope this doesn't happen again this week. Well, I'm not going. Is she the one that runs it? It's not even like a run. Here's a jacked up thing. When is we she go just there, a, a participant? Oh, yeah, all she does. This is how she would play. This is how she plays her drum. Just on the side tapping it like can't even hear her drum and i play the baby drum and i'm over there just slapping a baby drum you need you know? to get a louder bigger drum no i have one now i it's know just, but like i'm talking like marching band like dong, dong, oh yeah like yeah, yeah double but whammy then it's and funny bass because i'm like sides she's disappointed but then she, she, because it makes her pictures look bad or like i don't know, I don't how, know. maybe that's just her only social well, then I found out that she does. And like now she feels yeah. like my friends are ditching me. Oh, probably. You know what I mean? Now Maybe I'm looking into the Ash Asheville drum circle. Oh, over 100 people. I was going to say 50 plus. Over 100 Asheville people. Asheville is known for their drum circles. Yeah. I mean, so I'm going to head down there for. on a Friday night and do a drum circle down there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love Asheville. 
Yeah. And honestly, I don't know if they're known for their drum circles. I just like to think they're known for everything. Oh, actually, they are. It's pretty cool. Like, we're only 45 minutes from there, so it's no reason lucky. I wouldn't yeah, go there. Yeah, I know, Jen. Yeah, I know. Just saying. Lastly, I wanted to share this post I saw. Somebody posted it on Facebook. Just saw a guy on rollerblades. He was surprisingly sweat-free for having bladed here from 1991. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet wrist pads, bro. That's what the post said. I was like, oh my God, I got to put that down for Jeffy. God. Yeah, he just bladed nice. here from 1991. And he, wasn't, he didn't even break a sweat. Break- Badass. He's trained <laughs> professional. Oh, me. Oh, man. All right, Jeff, you want to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back and talk about meditation. We can. All right, cool. See you in a minute. Right, I'll be here. All right. How many times have you had to leave the drum circle because your palms were beaten raw, leaving everyone wondering, what happened to the hand pan? Well, not anymore. Now with Jeff Jones's Palm Balm, you can not only remain in that drum circle for hours on end, you will feel motivated to add the clapping as well. That's right. With Jeff Jones's Palm Balm, you will be the beat keeper, the motivator, and the highlight at every drum circle well into the night. Made with Jeff's secret formula, extracted right from him means there's a little Jeff in every jug of Palm Balm. Jeff Jones Palm Balm is made exclusively of naturally produced balm with a little help from the palm. To give you the motivation and resilience, your palms need to beat that hide till the cows come home. Look for Jeff Jones's Palm Balm exclusively in the, in the Vaseline aisle or near the pregnancy test. <laughs> and we're back! We're back! Jump here! This is big drum time! Oh, nice. Yes! A lot better than that coffee cup you're always tapping on. <laughs> oh, that's me. Hey, let's give some shout outs to our new members. <laughs> new members! All right. Who we got? You got oh. the list, Jen. Oh, Danielle. Danielle! Danielle, yes. Welcome to Danielle. And she won a free membership for emailing us her friend Michelle. Michelle! Yeah. And you nice. remember, remember your friends, Bobby and Gary. Bobby Gary! Bobby Gary. Oh, when he said he had a member shout out, my first thought was, I hope to talk about Bobby Gary. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> I like Gary. them guys. Well, they haven't showed up for game now, but I like them. Yeah. And they have registered their friend, Tammy. Tammy! Tammy! Shut up! Yeah. Bobby Gary! going through some uh, health challenges right now, so I just want to put some extra little good juju, and if you listen and you put some, you know, you manifest or pray or whatever you do, can you put some good juju out there for her? She's, it's a challenge, so. Nice. Put it out there. Yeah. Glow! Glow! Let it go! Let, <laughs> let your light shine, girl! Okay, so now let's talk about, we we talked a few weeks ago about how much meditation can actually be such a health enhancement to you, right. your life. So what I wanted to share real quick is that when Madeline was little, she would just hear and see different things. We couldn't see and hear, but I could feel it. And so to help her relax at night, I bought cassette tapes 
like children's meditation tapes, cassettes. And this one had like a turtle, like she would explain, like it was a lady talking and you know, they talk real soft and then like make your, pull yourself in like a turtle shell and like stretch out and then pull back in and then relax. But by like, I'm not joking, like four minutes in, I'd be in there with her and we'd both be out. You know what I mean? So just like, (laughs) (laughs) I've been going to the chiropractor three times a week and honestly, I just lay on this bed and it's not like he's not cracking yeah. me like a chiropractor because I'm already a wreck, but I'm on this table yeah. and it just bends me. He just does it all with foot pedals. But honestly, I almost have fallen asleep yeah. pretty much every time. I'm, I guess I have to sit there and do it for 15 minutes and I get right. in such a zone that, and it's just so yeah. repetitive that I could feel like, I, I feel like I need that bed. I feel like I need yeah. that bed at my house. Can you imagine going to work the next day, like swinging back and forth like this? All? I know. I almost wanted to ask him like, hey, how much you can pick me up a bed like yeah. this? How much bed like this from? Was it like? It can't be that much. This bed looks like it's from, this bed looks yeah. like it's from 1964. Inversion table? Yeah, I'm sure it's not. I don't know. It's just my leg, I'm on my stomach and my legs get strapped in and then it just bends me at the waist and he can bend me backwards oh, okay. and then down, up and down. And then occasionally it'll sit there and do oh, okay. this with my feet. You know what I mean? But it's mostly just yeah. like, pew, pew, pew. it'd be like laying on your stomach and just trying to bend oh. your legs well, up. Plus you're, you're relaxed too, right? Cause you don't want to tighten that up. I am. Yeah. I have to stay. No, yeah. I have to stay limp. That's the whole what time. I'm saying. But man. Yeah. yeah. There's so like you, as you, we were talking about meditation over the week, we found that there's just so many different meditations. There is. And then I started looking up Jen and like, if you look up like how many, like if you look up types of meditations, you're going to see like the seven types of meditation, the yeah. 10 types of meditation, the 16 types of meditation. Jen, there's anywhere from probably 50 to a thousand different types and styles yeah. of meditation. But generally you can break it all down into a handful of groups of okay. meditation types. I'm sure you can get sure. specific from there, but a lot of people always say, Jeff, What's meditation all about? What's what? What's yeah. the best way to meditate? Because I've done meditation for men, Jen, right. as, you, as you know. Which will make a and comeback. It will, Jen. Yeah. I'm season three will eventually, and it's it's a mm-hmm. rigorous process, meditating <laughs> like a man. But I tell most people that meditation, Jen, is just a technique that's been used for thousands and thousands of years to develop awareness of the present mm-hmm. moment that you're in. Uh, it can involve practices to sharpen focus and attention connect body and breath, develop acceptance of difficult emotions, and even alter my consciousness. Yeah, uh, It's been shown to offer a number of physical and psychological benefits like stress reduction, improved immunity. Um, and while many spiritual traditions include meditation as part of their teachings and practices, the technique itself doesn't belong to any particular religion or faith. Okay. But a lot of it stems from that stuff. Though it's ancient in its origin, It's still practiced today in cultures all over the world to create a sense of peace, calm, inner harmony, uh, and again, to to help your mind and body just basically become one. So I just wanted to run through the list real quick is the one I I found was the most beneficial is nine. There's nine popular types of meditation practices. Uh, I'm going to run through the list and then if you want, we can break them down real quick or we don't have to. It's up to you. Well, just let, yeah, we'll talk about it as as we go. Just as we go. All right. First one, Jen, is mindful meditation. Mm-hmm. Now, mindfulness meditation originates from Buddhist teachings and is the most popular and researched form of meditation in the West. Uh, in mindfulness meditation, you pay attention to your thoughts as they pass through your mind. Mm-hmm. You don't judge your thoughts or become involved with them. You just simply observe 
and take notes that if there's any patterns that are forming when you're meditating. This practice combines concentration with awareness and you find it helpful to focus on an object or your breath while you observe any bodily sensations, thoughts, feelings, things like that. This type of meditation is good for people who don't have a teacher to guide them sure. as it can be easily practiced alone. You can literally just sit like Indian style or right. on your knees and just focus and just pay attention to the thoughts. Just be mindful of the thoughts that are coming into your mind. Right. And try to notice any patterns and see what you can derive from that. And the same with your body, you know? Yeah. And the point I just wanted to add to eventually you can clear those thoughts out. Like you don't want to get caught up in the thought. So right. really what you're doing is and you you're almost not, see yeah, it like a, invoking it even. You're not even judging it. Yeah, don't even pay attention to it. No. You almost, so what I treat it like is like kind of like a bubble that's floating or a cloud, like almost floating through your mind. And then I just kind of like see it wisping away or like popping the bubble to like let it out of there. Because sometimes those thoughts aren't even art. So that eventually when you go into meditation, you are almost training your mind to just be blank. Right. So that's the initial practice to just acknowledge it and don't get caught up in it. Not no. And don't try to alter it. Just make note of any pattern. It's a mindfulness meditation. You're just being very aware of your own mind. Right. Yep. Number two, spiritual meditation. Jen, spiritual meditation is used nearly all religions, spiritual traditions. Okay. Many, many of the meditation techniques listed in the listed in here could be considered spiritual meditation. Okay. But according to a 2017 study, I found that spiritual meditation focuses on developing a deeper understanding of spiritual religious meaning and connection with a higher power. Mm. Now, examples include Christian contemplative prayer, like a remembrance of God, the Jewish Kabbalistic practices. Okay. Like anything that where you're trying to attain a higher power. Sure. Would be considered a spiritual yeah, because if you're it, 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 same thing, like if you're just going to that quiet space and you just connect to something else, but you have to get quiet and centered and and in your body to connect. Yeah, like it's mm-hmm. and the, a lot of people, let's it like it says, it's like it's kind of almost like prayer, like it's like yeah. a deeper sense of a prayer. Sure. On uh, spiritual meditation can be practiced at home in a place of worship, the office, your car, anywhere you have a free. It's it's easy to do. Yeah. Uh, the practice is beneficial for those who are seeking spiritual growth and a deeper connection to a higher power or a spiritual force. I just wanted to add super quick here. I know I've talked about this, I think, on, on the show. Um, I know I've done a few videos on it, but I've actually created my own spiritual team that is, so I call it my six-figure spiritual team because it's like to invoke abundance. So it's six figures. Right. Right. And so when I say my six figure team, then I'm like unconsciously saying six figures of income. And so on there, I have um, people that have passed Archangels. I have Optimus Prime, which a lot of you should know how I feel about him. So, yeah, I just got chills. But every time. So when I go into meditation or start a meditation, I call them all in and see them energetically in front of me or if I need help, like behind me. So I just wanted to add that, that your your meditation, if spiritual, can look like how you want it to look like. You don't have to judge that either. Right. Yeah. Uh, next one, focused meditation. Focused meditation involves concentrating using any of your five senses. Sure. For example, you can focus on something internal like your breath, or you can bring something external influences to help focus your attention. 
like counting mala beads, they suggest, listening oh. listening to a gong, mm -hmm. staring at a candle flame, counting yes. your own breaths and recognizing those, moon gazing, Jen, yes. that's considered a form of focus meditation. And this practice may be simple in theory, but it can be difficult for beginners to hold their focus for longer than just a few minutes at first. Luckily, Jen, I have what I consider a heightened sense where I have the ability to just stare at stuff and zone out for as long as I want. Yeah. Fire right. is really good for that too. Not yep. just a candle, but like campfire. Like if yeah. you just have a fire out in the yard, like yep. stare into that, so good. Cause it just, it allows your eyes to relax and your mind to shush. Yep, and when you're doing this, like if you're say staring at a campfire, staring even at a candle in a room, yeah. Uh, if your mind starts to wander, simply come back to the to the now and the to the present, and then refocus and start it again. Is what they yeah. recommend. And they say it's it's one of the it's not harder one, but it it, it involves staying focused on sure. a single object or your single breath. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to add because my I was just recalling a conversation I had with a friend who did the staring into a fire. She said it would always make her tired. And that's the thing, like if you fall asleep during meditation, that's okay because that, that just means you need sleep and yeah. it's you're relaxing. So don't judge yourself on that either. Right, or if you're like, oh, every time I go to meditate, I fall asleep, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's still, unless you're not supposed to be falling asleep and you're at work or you know what I mean? Yeah, set a timer, that's what yeah. I do. Another one is a movement meditation. Uh, yes. a, a lot of people think of yoga when they hear movement meditation, but this can actually, this can actually include walking, gardening, Tai Chi, mm -hmm. other gentle forms of movement. Uh, this is an active form of meditation where the movement guides you into a deeper connection with your body and the present moment. Uh, movement meditation is good for people who find peace and action and they want to develop body awareness as well. I do that when I'm when I'm mowing. Yep. It's a, I it's meditate a cool. when I mow. I would almost think a lot of even if you're running, like if you're a runner and yeah. you're just, you're running, like some people just run 10 miles a day. Yeah. I'm sure at some point it almost becomes a meditation. Right. Even though you're physically running. Yeah. But I think your mind separates that. And that's what allows you to go on 10 miles as opposed to somebody like me, I could run out to the mailbox. I'm going to notice the pain in my chest. My side hurts, probably coughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not really a meditation for me, but I could see how it could be for people. Right. They do have walking meditations. It's the same thing. You just are walking and clearing your mind. And I just wanted to add to actually this. Well, I'll let you finish your list and I'll add something if it's not on. All right. This one's different. It's a mantra meditation. Mantra meditation is prominent in many teachings, including Hindu and Buddhist traditions. This type of meditation uses repetitive sound to clear the mind. It can be a word, phrase, or a sound. Like one of the most common being... Yeah, that's because that frequency yep. resonates with relaxation and calm. Yep, and your mantra when you're doing this to meditate, it can be spoken loudly or quietly. And after mm -hmm. chanting the mantra for some time, you'll be more alert and in tune with your own environment. Yeah. Then that allows you to experience deeper levels of awareness. Mm -hmm. uh, some people enjoy mantra meditation because they find it easier to focus on a word than on their own breath or on an object. You yes. know what I mean? And others, Others enjoy feeling the vibration of the sound in their body. That also adds to the meditation. That's why I think they use like an ohm. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, I can feel that in my chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you're sitting there and you're really in tune with your body, it's probably gonna resonate through your whole, whole being. It's super intense when you do it with other people because when I would go to meditation, we would do a quiet meditation, like our own meditation. She would guide us at the beginning, but then that was it. No music, no nothing. 
Right. And then to bring us back, she we would all do ohm like when she started, and then we would all do it, and then it was crazy how it would resonate in the room, energetically. All right. Next one, Jen is trans transit. Oh my gosh, transcendental. Okay. All right, Jen. The next one's transcendental meditation. Now, in transcendental meditation, or TM is what they call it, is a type of meditation that's been the subject of numerous studies in the scientific community. TM was founded by Maharashi Mahesh Yogi. Okay. And refers to a specific practice de designed to quiet the mind and induce a state of calm and peace. Mm -hmm. It involves the use of a mantra and is best taught by a certified TM practitioner. Okay. So this one's like a step up. If yeah. you, you know what I mean? If you're able to get to that. Yeah. It seems to me like the mantra one, I think so far is my favorite. Mm -hmm. I haven't even, I haven't tried it, but I, I'm psyched too. I like, yeah. I think so. Next one real quick. I got three more real quick. Okay. Next one's progressive relaxation. It's also known as the body scan meditation. Progressive relaxation is a practice aimed at reducing tension in your body and promoting relaxation. Okay. Oftentimes this form of meditation involves slowly tightening and relaxing one muscle group at a time throughout your body. Now, in some cases, it may also encourage you to imagine a gentle wave flowing through your body to help release any tension. And this form of meditation is often used to relieve stress and unwind before bedtime. Okay. You're basically, you're just thinking like thinking about your shoulders, trying to like feel your shoulders and then tighten them up. Yeah. And then feel your chest, tighten it up. And you generally work from head to toe yeah. and try to go back and reverse. And you just keep doing that until you can pretty You'll much fall feel, asleep before that. Yeah, you will. Yeah. But you're pretty much <laughs> trying to feel every group of muscles in your body and just tightening them up one at a time. Yeah. I also read on this one and it said that that's also how you can find I don't want to say weakness in your body, but like soreness. Yeah. And what you should have, you should be focusing on as well. Yeah. Like if you go to Almost tighten like your elbow. like an ailment, but an you ailment. didn't know. Yeah. Like if you yeah. go to tighten your shoulder and then you untighten it and you're like, oh my God, that kind of hurt. Yeah. You probably have a shoulder pain. You didn't realize it until you were this relaxed right. and actually focused on specific yeah. things. Oh, I, this is another good one. Loving kindness and meditation. It's used to strengthen feelings of compassion, kindness, and acceptance towards oneself and others. Mm. Now, it typically involves opening the mind to receive love from others and then sending well wishes to loved ones, friends, acquaintances, all living beings. This one kind of reminds me of journaling. Yeah. Almost. Uh, because this type of meditation is intended to promote compassion and kindness, it may be ideal for those holding feelings of anger or resentment. Mm. So if you're like an angry person or you resent, have a lot of resentment, this is the one you should be trying to work on it's going to yeah. be a little challenging but it'll be more beneficial right the last one i have jen is visualization meditation mm -hmm. and that's a technique focused on enhancing feelings of relaxation peace calmness by visualizing positive scenes images or figures now this practice involves imagining a scene vividly and using all five senses to add as much detail as you can to that scene mm -hmm. now it can also involve holding a beloved or an honored figure in your mind with the intention of embodying their qualities. Uh, it's an, another form of visualization meditation involves imagining yourself succeeding at specific goals, like creating that beyond three-dimensional picture in your mind where you're utilizing all of your senses. You're yeah. talking smell, sight, sound, everything, and you're putting yourself into that just to, to imagine a specific goal, which is yeah. intended to increase focus and motivation. Now, many people use visualization meditation to boost their mood, reduce stress levels, and promote inner peace. The other thing too, is when you visualize in a meditation, you feel safe and your unconscious mind doesn't know if that's real or not. So when right. you are seeing it in your mind, 
you're actually putting it out there for it to happen now or eventually and your mind doesn't know is it now or did it really happen or not because the more feelings you put into it your body doesn't know right And I think whether you're looking to reduce stress or just to find some kind of spiritual enlightenment is don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and try different types of meditation. If you Google it, YouTube it, you're going to find a step-by-step for beginner, basic, level one, how to meditate. And you'll, you might find one, you might not like the person's voice. Look at another one. Oh, you don't like the music in that one? I can't tell you how many times Change I've started one. one and been like, I'm out. Right. But it's when you find one that does yes. click with you that you're yes. like, oh my gosh, I want to watch all this person's videos. Yes. And you try different meditations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Step out of your comfort zone. You have to. If it was in your comfort zone, it's not meditating. You know, does right. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So you know a few I mean? things I just wanted to add. Um, it's funny because I was talking about sound sensitive, which is just like you said, if you don't like their voice, change it right there are videos and audios that i found that i do love so if you need a resource or there's a few that i found online on youtube a few channels it's the one is called the mindful movement uh her name's sarah raymond she has a great voice great tempo very descriptive guided meditations so there's sometimes where i'll look up eight minute guided meditation just because i want somebody to talk to me as i'm being quiet and you can, it'll help you visualize and calm you. The other one, let me double check on here, only because I love her too, so. Oh yes, so her channel is Rising Higher Meditation and she's got a a British accent, love her. Um, She also has mantra ones in there, but they're more affirmation mantras and they're like eight hours when you sleep. Okay. And then I just want to share one experience that I had to tell you if this happens to you. I went to a sound bowl healing at a retreat. And during that, we did a meditation. Well, in the meditation, I fell. This is what it felt like to me. I fell out of my body down through the floor into the black space. Right. Right. And it wasn't scary. And it wasn't like, even though it was dark, it was not, it was just like super calm, almost like sensory deprivation right like i couldn't feel anything and so then when i come back i tell her look i think i died and then when you tell me to come back i just come back and she's like that's the black void right like that's that's what your goal is and i was like that's what you're trying to reach yes and i've reached it every time and i never knew because i was like my god do i just die every time and then just come back when they chime their bell or you know what i mean right but she's like no that's... I do think meditation shouldn't be forced or no, it shouldn't be a chore. You know what I mean? If it's a chore or you're feeling like you're forcing yourself to do it, then that's not the right meditation right. for you. And again, that's why I tried to bring up nine. Like I said, there's probably 16, 50, a thousand different styles and types yeah. of meditation. One of them will be for you and it will be beneficial. If you have a family, like do it with your kids. You know what yes. I mean? Put on like a video, like look up kids meditation. If they even have meditation stories. There's a YouTube channel called The Honest Guys. They have meditation stories on there where you can follow their story. That's probably close to the visualization message. Yes, they are amazing. And they're all different themes and all different timing. Right. I will tell you that I listened to the one about the train story and the choo-choo in it was, I thought I was on the tracks and it scared me because it started rumbling and I, I was, that was too much. I had to get out of that meditation. What's wrong with but, you? Yeah. But at the same time, like this is a technique that you can use to, you know, be present, 
stay calm, help your anger, you know, anxiety. Oh my gosh. I mean, it can help. And then just to calm your body down. You know, right. a lot of times we're just in fight and flight all the time and you just need to calm down your body. Give your calm body down. a break. Calm down. Calm down. Nice. All right. Well, do you have other pep in your step or are you going to add something else? Well, again, pep in my step would be that my oldest got his license, got a great summer job as my apprentice, yeah. and that my youngest got to go to his first day of summer, rode his bike to Oxford, went to a water park with his friend for his friend's birthday, and he got there. Thought it was just going to be them two. Ended up being four of them. The kid's grandma took them all. Oh, and nice. Yep. Then she dropped the other kids off at their house and then they got showed up back at his friend's house. And his friend was like, well, I'm tired after being at the water park, man. He's like, yeah, me too. And so his friend went to went to his room, went to bed. My kid had to ride his bike all the way back home after he got up ass early, rode it there, went oh to the water park gosh. all day and then had to ride it home. And I walked in the door yesterday. He didn't even call or anything. He texted me, hey, man, home. I'm like, all right, good day. I'll be there in five minutes. I come home and this kid looked like a zombie on the couch. Yeah. I go, Em, did you have to ride your bike back home? And he's like, yeah. He's like, and it was rough, Dad. Oh. Rough. And I just pictured this kid just one like, pedal at a time. <laughs> just so Try not to shin it. So defeated from yeah. the heat and everything. But oh no, God. just the fact that these kids' summer is picking up for me. I'm. That's so awesome. It sucks because we live out in the middle of nowhere, and our it's. I feel bad every year. Our kids that get done with school and they don't look forward to summer. My kids yeah. never look forward to summer. Yeah. They don't see their friends. They like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we live out in the middle of nowhere. And then finally, my oldest, like I said, a few weeks ago, he took the youngest and they started going for bike rides. And now my youngest is like, okay, there is a life outside of here. Yeah. And so now both kids are like, they're psyched about summer. But like, honestly, the That's last day of school, they weren't, they were not psyched about summer. Yeah. You know, I, you feel, they feel like they even said like, dad, I feel like I should be, but summer sucks, you know? And I'm like, right. it doesn't suck. It's just, you just don't do enough you know yeah. what i mean and right right at that age now where like they're independent and they're getting independent and they can do more and they're living like good for them yeah that's fun yeah. well we have um docked rocks dig this weekend so it's like a dirty dig like you dig your own rocks like nice. you got a sluice box your own and bring your shovel and bucket and dirty hands and so i think it's a ruby and sapphire dig Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, he showed a picture on there. I don't know when it was from, but the last ruby was probably four or five inches on there. Looks nice. Cute. What's that value at? I don't know. Not 115000 like that kid. Oh, bless its heart. Yeah. Shoot. Well, was no, that a I, quartz? What? That the 115000 No, that was a ruby. Oh, that was a ruby? Yeah. Also? It oh, was no, a 10 that, carat. 10 carat ruby. All right. 10 carat with four. one inclusion small inclusion on the bottom yeah nice yeah so we'll see what happens and i want to want to rock there in the drawing did you already talk about that on here no oh no no so but i'm gonna get it this weekend so i'll share a picture of that i'm only confused because when the girl called she said it was the blue topaz but when they posted it on facebook they said i won the aquamarine so aquamarine's like a one and a half carat but the blue topaz was like almost six i think so I'm like super sad if it's don't not want, the blue topaz. I know you don't want to get psyched and then get let down. But I know, yeah. but it's free and I'm not upset no, about anything. It's either meantime, way, it but doesn't... I was putting it out there for the blue topaz the whole time, and then nice. she called and said I won that one. But when they posted, so I don't know. I don't know what, where right. the mix-up was. All right, Jeffy. Well, good to see you again. 
All Get right. your meditation on and yep. stay tuned next week when we discuss the surprising fallout of the British invasion and its effect on today's modern music. Yeah. <laughs> Not joking. We'll probably talk about aromatherapy or smudging or something. Movie rocks gone wrong. Yeah, I don't <laughs> gone know. Wild. Sure, it won't be that. <laughs> oh, All right, me. see ya.